0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papczynski, from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning from chapter 1, The Christian is the Temple of God, pages 575 through 577. Nevertheless, I warn here that nobody should think that God has hands when he reads that he is the work of God's hands. It is a very childish idea, says the African doctor, that God molded man with from mud with corporeal hands. For God is not determined by the patterns of any limbs. But just as it has been said, your hand has destroyed the nations and... You brought out your people with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. So it had also been said, Your hands, O Lord, have made me and fashioned me. For limbs of this kind are used to signify the power and might of God. Therefore, it was the power of God that created man. But if we consider the manner of our creation we shall observe that our race possesses an even greater excellence than can be imagined. Assuredly, when the eternal trinity was about to create man, it did not wish to undertake this task without a deliberation. But as it was about to make something of the utmost and greatest importance, weighing carefully, it said, Let us make man in our our image, after... Our likeness, Genesis 1:26. For this reason, Gregory of Nyssa appropriately exclaims, "Oh, what a wonder! The sun is made, but no deliberation precedes. The heavens and every creature are produced by just a word. It was to the creation of man alone that the Creator of the universe approached his task." in a certain way, with deliberation, saying, Let us make man. Behold, man, your dignity. But listen to Ambrose when he is advising how much you are obliged to your Creator for His grace. Man was created, he says, with the deliberation of the Holy Trinity and by the work of the Divine Majesty So that he might understand from the honor of his initial condition how much he owes his creator and might love his creator all the more ardently, and might understand how wondrously he was created by him. What else can be said? That when our creation had already been corrupted by sin, he added sanctification and enlightened us with the light of his grace, as though clothing his temple with sheets of gold, and he almost consecrated us to himself when he gave us back, bathed in the sacred font, original justice. And for that reason, dearest brothers, so St. Augustine exhorts us, since we have not deserved to become the temple of God, by any previous merits, but by the grace of God, let us labor as hard as we can with his assistance to ensure that our Lord may not find anything in his temple, that is, in us, that offends the eyes of his majesty. Moreover, since whatever is done in temples made by human hands, as the same Holy Father teaches, All this is completed in us by spiritual edification. It pleases me to advance further in the work begun and set out the remaining features of the mystical temple. If anyone reads it with real attention and frequently considers it carefully, he will reap great benefit, namely an increased knowledge of himself and of God a sure way of salvation, and a rule of Christian perfection. Here, St. Stanislaus uses the expression, the African doctor, to refer to St. Augustine, a doctor of the church who was the bishop of the Diocese of Hippo in northern Africa during the 5th century. St. Stanislaus wants us to know that God did not literally form Adam from the clay in the book of Genesis. God is spirit, so he wouldn't have hands. To be the work of his hands is an expression, meaning created by him. St. Stanislaus teaches us about our tremendous dignity compared to the rest of creation. The Holy Trinity, after discussion and deliberation, said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. St. Ambrose reminds us of our debt to the Trinity for all that we have received from God, the gift of life, our creation, our high place in the order of creation. Then, after the original sin, God didn't give up on us, but gave us another chance to become holy, and he enlightened us. He likens this to the panels of gold in the temple. St. Stanislaus talks about the gift of the sacraments, especially baptism, which restore us to our original dignity. We don't want to offend God by sinning. We want our temple to be beautiful and shining as it should be. St. Stanislaus tells us that he will teach us who we are and who God is through this book and by looking in each chapter at the parts of the temple and using these parts as teaching tools to enlighten us. The book is like a manual or a textbook to set us on the right path to heaven and to help us to become saints.